Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selective and I'm joined once more by St Johnson's media darling, Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Hi there, yes. Good, thank you. Not too bad. Yes, and uh, it's watch out Cosgrove and McCready as you steadily become the voice of St Johnson, I believe. Yeah, I was invited on to the um, Clyde Super Scoreboard uh, forum tonight to discuss the St Johnston Celtic ticket arrangements, which I've been uh, very vocal about if you follow <laughs> me on Twitter. Um, won't go into too much detail, but yeah, the club have obviously given Celtic three stands for a Scottish Cup quarter-final, which I'm kind of far from happy about. So I was putting the balls to rights tonight on Clyde Super Scoreboard. Think of the money, Greg. No, it's not about that in a Scottish Cup game. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. Right, okay, I'll save that for you. Can you can do all that <laughs> stuff on the, the Clyde Super Scoreboard podcast? But uh, let's just <laughs> let's just keep to the the betting on this one. But anyone who wants to listen to Greg's point of view on the ticketing fiasco, shall we call it, Greg, uh, of St Johnson giving Celtic three stands out of the four at uh, McDermott Park for the Scottish Cup tie can do so on the Radio Clyde Super Scoreboard podcast from Tuesday night so don't miss that if you're a, a big fan of Greg and you can't get <laughs> and you can't get enough of him on this podcast you can catch him on that podcast but um, yeah fair play to you you must be your agent's working really hard to get you all these gigs he's working really hard obviously it's now what, what time is it now past 11 o'clock past, yeah you'll be on double time double time now I think it is so I'll send you the invoice tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Okay, so we always kind of have a wee look back on the weekends, and you and I kind of had a disagreement over the fourth for Stranraer game. And yeah, what did we agree that if, if Stranraer won, you were paying a tenner to charity, and a fourth for one, sorry, the opposite way around, if Stranraer won, I was paying a tenner to charity, uh, and a fourth for one, you were paying a tenner to charity. And as it turned out, where did the game finish? 1 1. 1 1. But that was all good because that meant that your bet came in, which was your nap of the weekend, and that was Stranraer double chance and to score in the game. Yeah, really pleased with that, obviously. I think you had a few things to say about that um, nap selection. And to be fair, you made a very good point that I know. is that the best selection on a Saturday card? But for me, having looked through the games, um, it was one that I really liked. And I think that's now Stranraer's fifth consecutive draw. So... They're they're rendering results, um, Stranraer, but they're just not getting the wins that they need to keep them up. But all the same, please, that came in. Yeah, fair play to you. You called it. Um, I can't believe that you text me asking for an apology, though. Well, you were very critical of it, I must admit. Very, very critical of the selection that won. (laughs) Well, I wasn't really critical of the selection that won. I just couldn't see that Stranraer... (laughs) I couldn't see a justification, but all's well that ends well. You got the bet up, so... Uh, no apology right enough but well done thank you and the other one that came in was Hearts v Hamilton that was double chance and over one and a half Hearts goals was it yeah Hearts have scored two in double chance um, so that landed a gate just I think just below even so um, I think Hearts went down 2-0 really yeah, early on yep. Hamilton down to 10 men in the first half I think the goal rate after half time for Hearts sealed the deal albeit Hearts did score quite late on in the second half. Mm-hmm. But not looking great for the Jambos, really, is it? No, the Stendhal bounce still to happen, really. Well, I haven't looked through the, the, the results. The Stendhal bounce equated to one result yeah, one, and one yeah. win against Rangers, and that was it. Yeah. But to be fair, anybody can beat Rangers these days, so 
doesn't really matter, does it? Good. You, you're going after both sides of the, the Glasgow divide tonight. You can't see I'm not fair. You can't see I'm not fair. <laughs> That's true. Uh, speaking of Rangers, they let us down on the third bet that um, actually went ahead at the weekend. We had them over 3.0 on the Asian, but it finished 1-0 against Livy. It was, and I did obviously what no person ever do, and I watched the highlights of that match on sports scene, and it was sickening. I think any Rangers fan out there who watched the game or was at the game, I think Rangers had two goals that were perfectly allowed, disallowed. They had a stonewall penalty not given, and Livy hit the post in the second half as well. So, so welcome, day, welcome that... to this week's podcast with uh, Stephen Gerrard, everyone. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, that aside, our two National League games were off, which was disappointing because we really fancied goals at Billericay and Kings Lynn, but uh, it wasn't to be as the weather kind of put paid to those. So overall, not a bad weekend. Uh, two wins out of the three and an up one. So we'll take that every week if you can offer that up for us. Yeah, definitely. Decent week. Um, plenty of games this week as well. Just want to mention, obviously, as well. I think this week so far, me personally, it's been really good in terms of the Belgian reserve games and the Scottish reserve games today. So again, I urge anyone on a Monday and Tuesday to, to keep keep an eye out on those two leagues. Yeah, keep an eye out on your Twitter feed, which is at Browning eighty four. Greg, at that's Browning. the one. Yep, memorise it now, yeah, good stuff well, should be ingrained in the brain <laughs> uh, yeah, keep an eye on that for Greg uh, for tips throughout the week um, as he keeps you abreast of all the kind of minor leagues that are happening sometimes during the day, sometimes afternoon kickoff. so just keep an eye on that Twitter feed for any additional tips that Greg might have now before we get started and if you're a regular listener you'll know that in recent weeks we've been playing against each other on the Who Knows Wins app um, it was well done to Cy Reid who was last week's winner with a uh, a very creditable eight correct out of ten, eight. which was some effort. Yeah. Wow. Um so that won him £59.85 for his fiver. So well done to Sai. Uh, we set up another league this week, of course, so it's your chance to go head to head with myself and with Greg. Uh, it's 15 matches this week. There's a fiver buy-in. So head on over to the App Store or the Google Play Store and search for Who Knows Wins to download the app and get involved there. Okay, so let's crack on with this week's tips and we're returning to an old faithful this week again, Greg. Come on, the highbies, that's all we'll <laughs> say. So Hibs are at home to Livingston on Saturday. Now, obviously I said to you pre-podcast, take two guesses who I'm back in on Saturday. <laughs> I'm only one. one. Yeah. But, it, but it's fully justified though, fully justified. Um, Hibs at the moment doing really well. Obviously Jack Ross has come in and they're starting to obviously propel up that league. They got a really good victory against Kilmarnock on Sunday, um, a 2-1 win, and that was a really, really good result for Hibs. So what that does is it keeps them in touch with Livingston, who they play, obviously, on Saturday. And I think, realistically, Hibs have got a great chance now to really push Motherwell and Aberdeen for the kind of third and fourth. Yeah. Now, the reason why I back Hibs so often this season, and it must be hitting double figures now, just the sheer volume of goals in their games, especially at Eastern Road. Yeah, and I mean, this week's a chance for Hibs to actually leapfrog Livingston um, and go into fifth place, so plenty for them to play for. And yeah, I mean, just looking at the stats, it fairly backs up goals for Hibs. They've scored 13 in their last six, and they've scored two or more in nine out of 13 at home. Um, so they're always good for a goals bet whenever the game's at Eastern Road. Yeah, definitely. And I think they've done a lot of really good work in the January transfer window. They brought in Greg Doherty, 
who has been fantastic since he's come in. Mark McNulty's back at the club uh, from Sunderland. Martin Boyle's playing well again. Dodge has been scoring loads of goals, obviously, since um, Heckenbottom left. Yeah. Then thrown into the mix, you've got Scott Allen and Horgan as well. So attacking-wise, Hibs are in a really, really good shape. Yeah. And when you look at their home games, just incredible, the, the stats and the volume of goals in their matches. I'm yeah. counting up now for 14 of their last 15 games now at home. I've seen at least three goals. Yeah, it's been entertaining stuff. And I mean, I know we, last week you kind of touched on Livingston's poor home record or kind of, sorry, poor away record, more pointing to the fact that the advantage they had, I suppose, of playing on their artificial pitch um, at Livingston. But I'll get I'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I know that caused a bit of a Twitter storm as well. But actually, their, their away record isn't all that bad. I mean, they've scored uh, in all but, four, all but three out of 14 away games. Um, so again, we know Hibs have got a leaky defence at the back. So if Livy get on the score sheet, then kind of plays into one of our preferred bets, which is over two and a half. Or sorry, over two Hibs goals here. Yeah. So just just to call it some of the key stats then from Hibs' home games. Obviously, fourteen of the last fifteen over two point five. Both teams to score has landed in twelve of those fifteen games. So just three clean sheets um, for Hibs in, during that time, yeah. uh, which isn't great. Um, Hibs have scored two or more though in nine of their last ten at home, which is really really incredible when you think about what state they were in earlier yeah. on in the season. Yeah. They were still scoring goals then, but they're scoring goals now, and they play obviously a Livingston side who, to, to be fair to them, they've actually had a fantastic season. Yeah, really really good. They're fifth on merit. I do think though, having looked at their fixtures, I do think it's on a downward slope now for Livy. They obviously played Rangers last weekend and lost that game. They've got Hibs. They've then got Celtic, and I think they've then got Aberdeen and Com- Aberdeen and Hearts. So really, really tough running. Um, when you look at their points, Livy's obviously. I tweeted last weekend, Livy's dismal away record on grass. Mm-hmm. So we know that the um, Tony Macaroni Stadium is a plastic pitch. It's probably the worst plastic pitch in the league. Um, and it's nothing. I'm not trying to take any credit away from Livy based on what they've done this season, but they do take that as an advantage. They do work it in their favour. Yeah. They've only had ten points away from home, twenty six points at home. Yeah, twenty seven. Twenty seven, sorry. Yeah, and I mean their home record's the third best in the league behind Celtic and Rangers, so that's been the bedrock of their season, really. And they've got some cracking players. I think obviously Wallace and London Dykes get most of credit. I think they've got yeah. twenty goals between them. Yeah. And they can definitely go to Easter Road and cause some problems. Lyndon Dykes, I really like him. Yeah. Um, I don't think Olivia will hold on to him much longer, to be fair. I think mm-hmm. there'll be clubs sniffing about him in in the summertime. But Olivia will get chances. We know how leaky this Hibs defence is, especially at home. And I think, as you called it before, they have scored in 11 of their 14 away games, which is quite yeah. impressive. I mean, outside Celtic and Rangers, Hibs and Livingston are the, the two highest scorers in the league with 39 and 38 goals, respectively. So, yeah, a goals bet feels like the right play in this one. So, I'm not going to lie, when I saw the prices for this, I could not believe it. So, bearing in mind the volume of goals both sides are seeing, especially Hibs, this game should be odds on, without a doubt. So, there's a couple of angles to look at this. I think looking at Hibs' home form under Jack Ross, Livy's put away form, there's probably a case to back Hibs to win this match at 13-10. to 10. But as you know, it's all about goals for me and it'll be no surprise what I'm backing here. So I'm backing Hibs to score two or more at 27-20 to 20, and that's with 8-8-8 bet. Mm-hmm. And I think that looks a really good shout. Um, it's something that's landed now, obviously, in nine of the last ten at home. 
they can do that again. Livy struggle away from home. Don't get me wrong, Livy don't get hammered very often away from home. Most of their away games are fairly tight, but I definitely think Hibs can score too. And secondly, I'm going to take over 2.5 goals, and that pays 100, 107 to 100 with our friends' marathon bet, and that will be Saturday's nap. So I think if Livy score, that will definitely land. Yeah, I mean, just looking at Livy's away record, they've, they've not kept a clean sheet away from home all season, um, conceding on average uh, two or more per game away from home. So that 20-70-20 price at 8 sport just doesn't really seem legit, it seems. No, it doesn't. This should be probably 10-11 to 11 max. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to call it as well, Hibs, in terms of who they brought in in the January window. Um, Greg Doherty's got a cracking goal against Kilmarnock on Sunday. Uh-huh. Martin McNulty's now back playing. Um, Martin Ball's come back, obviously, into the side a few months ago and is doing really well. And I just think, attacking-wise, Hibs look probably outside Celtic, the most attacking team in the league. Yeah, definitely dangerous going forward. OK, so our bet there is Hibs to score two or more at 27-20 with 8-8-8 sport. And are we looking at over two and a half as well? Yeah, over 2.5 goals at 170-100. And that's with Marathon Bet, and that'll be Saturday's nap. OK. All right, so <clears throat> staying in the Premiership, we're going to go to Aberdeen's home game against Ross County next. Yeah, and I guess the key thing at the moment is in, this, in the Scottish Premiership, for some bizarre reason, we have this two-week winter break. No games are played. We then have a Scottish Cup weekend, and then they literally plough about four midweek <laughs> fixture lists. Yeah. So there's been lots and lots of games on in the Scottish Premiership over the last month or so. But it's been really good, actually, because you tend to, you tend to get a good view of who's doing well, who's not. Yeah. So Aberdeen versus Ross County now. Aberdeen were really toiling about a week ago. Um, hadn't scored in five games. Hadn't won, obviously, in five games. And the pressure was definitely on Derek McInnes. Yeah. And I think quite a large section of the Aberdeen fans would have been quite happy uh, for a change in management. However, they played Hamilton last, was it last Monday? Uh, it was midweek, no, last I think. Tuesday, sorry, yeah, last yeah. Tuesday. Um, they went to Hamilton and they, they won the match 3-1 and scored their first goals in five games. They then played Celtic on Sunday at Pataudry. And I, I don't know if you watched the game, but I think Aberdeen played really well. Yeah, I thought it deserved a point, to be honest. Um, I, I don't think many people would have disagreed to that game finished level, but Celtic just found another gear and, and took the three points towards the end. As they so often do. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think Aberdeen now are over that little wobble. They're in third place. Third place is the best they can be. Um, I think they can kick on, though. And they're at home to Ross County. Now, Ross County, if they stay up this season, which I think they probably will, they'll probably owe a lot of that down to their really good home, home form. Yeah. Um, now, they absolutely stole a point against St. Johnson last weekend. <laughs> we hammered them. Missed umpteen chances, and they scored literally with a 94th-minute equaliser. Um, but at Ross County, they are quite difficult to beat and they do pick up most of their points. On the road, though, it's just a shambles. They've probably, yeah. I think they've got one of the worst away records in the league. One win in 14, I think it is. Yep, only eight points picked up, only nine goals scored. Um, so they've, I think they've, they've lost nine of their last 11 away and I think the home side has scored at least two goals in most of those games. So a bit like Livy, out of their 26 points collected this season, only eight of them have been collected at home. Sorry, on, on the road. Mm-hmm. So I think, just given what Aberdeen's kind of turn and form you'd imagine, um, I'm taking Aberdeen to win this game. 
and there to be two goals in the match and that piece four to five with Betfred. Yeah, I think Derek McInnes can't afford anything, but a win here, I think he kind of staved off a bit of criticism with that win at Hamilton, which was, I think the first half performance was pretty impressive. And then, you know, another decent showing against Celtic, albeit in defeat, but anything other than three points here and, you know, the knives will be out again for him, I think. Yeah, so, definitely. I think, so, um, yeah. I think the, the result on Sunday against Celtic, I think he'll be relieved they never got hammered. Obviously, Celtic took a really early lead. And McInnes is probably thinking, oh no, yeah, here we go again, three or four nil before half time. But they stuck to their guns, played really well, and probably, in all fairness, deserved a point from the match. Yeah. So, a big confidence boost for Aberdeen, and I think they can take care of Ross County at home. Okay, so the bet there is Aberdeen to win, and over one and a half Aberdeen goals at 45 a bet, Fred? Yes. Okay. All right, so we're going to drop down into League One for our final bet of the weekend, and that's uh, Wraith Rovers. Um, quite a fascinating league, league one, really, isn't it? Obviously, we've got Wraith Rovers top of the league, closely followed by Falkirk, who won 2-0 tonight at home to East Fife. I think that kind of eliminates East Fife from the running. Um, Airdrie, obviously, just a little bit behind them. So, they're at home to Clyde on Saturday. Now, Clyde, poor Clyde, four consecutive away games have been given. I think three through the normal fixtures and one through a re- rearrangement. They lost 2-1 at Forfar. They've lost 2 0 Airdrie last weekend and they're now en route to head to, to Fife to play Wraith Rovers, mm-hmm. who are top of the league. Now, Clyde have only scored one goal in their last six away from home and obviously they've lost five of those games as well. So, a really difficult ask for Clyde. Wraith Rovers top of the league. I think Wraith beat them 5 2 yeah, back in August at home. Yeah. So, again, looking at the pricing for this game, even money for Wraith Rovers to win this game and there to be two goals in the match. Yeah, I mean, we're getting to the business end, aren't we, of the season here? Um, and that League One is still very, very tight. Only one point between uh, Wraith Rovers and Falkirk. I don't know, does t- tonight's win put Falkirk above think, them again? No, I think they're a point behind now. I don't think Airdrie fans will thank me for this, but I think those two will go head-to-head um, and maybe just stretch away from Airdrie, possibly. I think Airdrie's away form um, will really let them down, I think. Yeah, and to be fair to Wraith Rovers, they are putting results together. They're what, unbeaten in six, they've won four um, and drawn two. And again, if you look at the home forum, they've picked up 24 out of 33 points at home. So there's a lot to be said here for a Wraith Rovers win. Yeah, I think at the start of the season, obviously, myself included, everyone expected um, Falkirk to run away with this league. Yeah, Wraith Rovers have done well. And obviously they, they have they booked their place in the, the Challenge Cup final. Uh, last week with a good win at Thistle too well let's be honest though anybody coming at Thistle as well <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's three Glasgow clubs you've managed to offend I know I better watch, better watch this we'll, in Glasgow we'll, we'll touch in Queen's Park in a second just to get the full house um, so yeah so what's the way here Wraith Rovers to win and... yeah Wraith to win and again over 1.5 match goals and that pays even money with bet 365 ok Um pre-podcast we kind of spoke about other games but we didn't really feel there was anything standing out in Scotland um, we did quite like the look at Cove who are at home to Queen's Park again Cove a big win last week uh, with a late winner against Edinburgh gave them a wee bit of breathing space at the top of League 2 but you quite liked the forum that Queen's Park have been in since they, they turned pro yeah so since they turned pro and they brought Ray McKinnon in they've been in a great run of form actually I think they're probably the form team in that league some really good results especially at home um, I did look at them to score a goal up at um, Cove, but 
I think the bookies have got wise to offering um, high prices for teams just to score one goal. Mm-hmm. I think they're nine to two to win the match, Queens Park, which is actually a really good place actually. But Cove at home have been relentless. They've beaten everyone in their path at home, yep. including Edinburgh City last weekend. So that was a massive date for Edinburgh City last week because yeah. I think they've had a fantastic season as well. But to look to go up one 0 I think they got one 0 didn't they, Edinburgh City? They did. Yeah. Went up one 0 I think. And they I lost the goal right. early yeah. in the second half, and yeah. Rory McAllister scored late on. So, I think for me that probably seals it now. I think I think Cove will go on and win that league anyway. Uh, but Queens Park, right in the mix of the playoffs, um, they can go up there and cause trouble. But I just think Cove's home form is just too good, isn't it? Yeah, but it's hard to try and find. It's hard to try and find a bet in that one. Um, the best, the best I could come up with is a Cove win and over one and a half goals, but. As you say, given the form that Queen's Park are in, I mean, the last six games they've won five and drawn one. You know, you wouldn't be back in Cove um, with too much. No, and Cove don't seem to be putting teams to bed at home, do they? They're really good not in the same way they were. Until one yeah. nils and two nils, yeah. I think so. Probably best left alone, I think. Yeah, we just really wanted to touch on that, and we wanted to have a wee chat. Usually, we kind of go south and look at some of the uh, national league games, but again, nothing really stood out this weekend for us. No, and even the, the Conference South um, podcast favourites, Bill Ricky, are away away from home. Um, again, really, really short prices for their match, so probably best left alone. Had a quick scan through the English Premiership. Some really interesting games. I think Southampton v Aston Villa is really interesting. Villa are as big as 9-2, mm-hmm. but they're not in a great run of form either, to be fair. But neither are Southampton. So I think Chelsea v Tottenham's top billing for Saturday. Um, in the Premiership and that's the early kick-off on Saturday Yeah, we don't do early kickoffs. Absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> uh, And what about League 2? That's usually a, a league that you like to turn to for total goals bets Yeah, I think I've backed it now four or five times um, in the last month or so and I think it's only let me down once mm-hmm. so it's always been there or thereabouts quite a good league for goals I've not had a proper look through the fixtures yet to see who's playing but it's probably worthwhile on Saturday morning Friday night having a look just to see what the goal line's set at. Yeah. Usually, because I've done it so many times now, it's usually set at 31-plus goals at 4-5. to five. So, if you look through previous Saturdays, it's, it's landed quite a few times this season, and I wouldn't put anyone off as well doing the um, the Hollywood goal in the first half in all 12 games. Yeah. That usually pays 80-1. to one. Massive, massive odds, and it's landed a couple of times, so definitely worth doing, as is the over 1.5 match goals. Yeah, it's never too far away. Um, I know it's a lot of bets to cover in a pair them, but um, yeah, there's usually only one or two games short if it doesn't come in at all. Uh, so it's definitely one worth looking out for, as is the total goals at 31 for, for 12 games. You know, that's um, that's coming in at less than, obviously, three goals per game. So Yeah, you've got a, lot, a, five goal, a five goal leeway there, and there will yeah. be games in that league that see four, five and six goals, so yeah. always a chance. Okay, so can you just give us a wee recap on this week's bets then? Yeah, so essentially three bets from Scotland, two from the Scottish Premiership. So Hibs against Livingston, um, taking Hibs to score two or more at 27 to 20 with 8.88 and over 2.5 match goals pays 170 to 100 with Marathon bet and that's Saturday's nap. Um, Aberdeen versus Ross County. It's taken Aberdeen to win this match and over 1.5 match goals, and that pays 4 to 5 
with Betfred and finally moving into League One, taking league leaders Wraith Rovers to beat Clyde and over 1.5 match goals in the game. And that pays even money with Bet365. Good stuff. Okay, so before we finish, just a quick reminder to join our Who Knows Wins competition this week. Download the app on the Apple App Store or on the Google Play Store. It's a £5 pound buy-in, 15 matches, and as ever, the person with the most correct predictions will take the share of the pot. I'm due a good uh, week, I'm due a good uh, week this week. It's, it's long <laughs> overdue. Um, we'll post the link to this week's competition on our Gambler tips twitter feed so just keep an eye on that if you're not already subscribed to it please do so that's at gambler tips and remember you can also follow greg on twitter at browning 84 greg um as ever if you've got any contribution to the podcast any tips any info any feedback please drop us an email at hello at gambler.co.uk and just a wee reminder to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us whether that be itunes on your Google podcasting app, SoundCloud or Spotify, whatever it is, um, just please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any additions. And if you've got the time, just give us a wee like or a wee review, um, and that'd be greatly appreciated. Okay, so best of luck with your bets this weekend. Um, Don't forget to share your tips with us on Twitter or via email. And thanks to Greg for his tips this weekend. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.